Welcome to Business Lines State of the Economy podcast where you will find insight analysis and the story behind the numbers Namaskar my name is Shishir all the high frequency economic indicators are showing very good sign talk about the gdp number talk about the gst number talk about the fiscal deficit number they all are saying very good sign and it seems that the economy is progressing well to talk about more we have with us uh, chief economist of icra aditi nayar aditi welcome to the show thank you shishir aditi the first question is about the gdp number 7.8% for the april june quarter which is the most important factor in this what are the things which push this number from 6.1% in q4 to 7.8% in q1 of fy24 so shishir these are very interesting quarters because if you look at uh, q1 of fy23 which is a base for the quarter uh, that we are talking about that is when india was just coming out of uh, the lockdown and we were getting back to work and getting back to school and so it was still a quarter where the base was low but it was recovering i am not sure that it's a very good thing to do to compare the yoy growth in q4 of fy23 with the yoy growth in q1 of fy24 so let's not make that sequential comparison because i think that's going to just not be terribly meaningful instead of that let's look at the yoy growth in q1 fy24 by itself which is a growth of 7.8% and i must say our forecast was higher for gdp we had factored in uh, 8.5% and for the gva we were looking at a growth of 8.1% so firstly uh, the numbers have come in a little bit below what we were estimating for this quarter and the main reason for that is that we expected the manufacturing sector to show a much higher gva growth than what the nso has put in its uh, first estimate which came out yesterday the reason we expected uh, manufacturing growth to do better was because margins for the corporate sector have seen a lot of relief from commodity prices coming down from the peaks that they were at in q1 of last year after the russia ukraine conflict had uh, escalated and we thought that uh, improvement in margins would translate into a better gva growth what possibly has happened is that for the unorganized sector the first round of data actually uses the iip which is a volume indicator as a proxy and uh, while the iip growth has shown an improvement but obviously volume growth has been lower than where the margin uh, uh, growth has been so perhaps this is one of the reasons that the proxy is not being uh, very useful uh, in the current context it's possible that we may end up with the manufacturing number getting revised higher which could bring the gdp and the gva growth closer to our forecast uh, for q1 fy24 i compared the sequential number because many of the time what happens that sometime you have a good number in terms of sequential sometime you have good number on y on y basis so that's why i just gave that picture i understand that 13.1% in q1 of fy23 was based mainly a base impact a base effect so that was the reason now the other thing is that should be see we are that- arguing that both both things you know both looking at the growth in q1 fy23 and then saying it's a slowdown to in growth in q1 fy24 that is also misleading and mm-hmm. also looking at the sequential movement and the growth levels between q Four of FI twenty three and Q one of FI twenty four are misleading. So it's a very peculiar uh, situation uh, yeah. for this quarter. Exactly. Is it correct to say that the this current uh, growth number, I mean the first quarter growth number, is mainly the consumption driven? 
So interestingly, we have a 6% growth in the private consumption. We have a higher 8% growth in uh, the investment uh, activity. And we have a completely flat number of minus 0.1% on the government uh, consumption. So very mixed uh, underlying trends. A lot of the high frequency indicators for investment activity had actually suggested to us that the investment growth or the gross fixed capital formation growth could be even higher. Uh, so this on the expenditure side, this came in a little lower than what we were hoping for. Uh, but I would say that a 6% growth in private consumption, given the inflationary environment, is it's pretty good. So I would say that I'm uh, quite happy with uh, where that number has come in. And one thing, is it correct to say that uh, the private capex has picked up now? So I would say it's in the process of picking up. The sort of environment for a private capex sustained upturn, you know, I think we have the building blocks for that. A capacity utilization is around that 75% mark, that magic 75% mark, after which the private sector typically starts to invest in capacity addition. Last year, we saw very high project announcements uh, by the private sector, and we don't expect it to all fructify uh, very quickly. But we are seeing meaningful intent to invest in a number of sectors. And I think that uh, going ahead, uh, we should see steady private sector capex and hopefully it will broaden as well okay now almost we are five months away from the general five six months away from the general election uh, do you see that the government expenditure especially in terms of revenue expenditure will go up look at the breakup of the fiscal numbers it's actually been very interesting uh, capex growth has been very high in the first uh, few months mm-hmm. and Revenue expenditure growth was actually very low in Q1. And then suddenly in the month of July, we've seen a big step up in the revenue expenditure. And uh, going ahead, uh, you know, kind of what we're reading is or what we are assessment or, uh, you know, what we're understanding from the numbers is that perhaps the government is very keen to front load CapEx to make sure that if, For instance, there is uh, the model code of conduct being in place in Q4, which is typically something that would slow down CapEx. We don't end up with the budget estimate for CapEx being undershot by a wide margin. So we feel like there is a concerted effort to front load CapEx. Central tax devolution to the state governments has also been front loaded. Uh, You know, the CapEx uh, loan scheme also has seen faster approvals as compared to last year. So all of these things together suggest to us that the government is possibly very consciously trying to front load CapEx to ensure that the budgeted target is not missed. Coming to the two high frequency indicators, one is the core and the other one is the purchasing manager index for manufacturing sector. So core is 8.2% as against uh, 4.7% last year. And in, if we take the sequential number, it is 8.2% uh, in June and 8% in July and 4.7% uh, last year. So how do you read this number since it's a 40% of total industrial production weightage between the number we will get in the on uh, 12th of this month? I certainly think the core sector number is quite robust. Even the underlying trends uh, did seem to be quite uh, healthy. Uh, one specific factor, because we've had very poor monsoon in August, actually electricity generation has jumped a lot uh, in that month. So that is again something that will push up the core sector number for August, uh, along with uh, the overall uh, IIP number as well. 
and you know there obviously we don't like to see an erratic monsoon we don't like to see a subpar monsoon but sometimes it does come with a silver lining that when you have more of an extended dry spell then construction activity can actually take place so maybe there will be some uh, silver lining to this terrible uh, monsoon that we've seen in august and what about the pmi uh, latest number so pmi numbers typically you know it's an interesting index so it's not necessarily something that correlates very well with the kind of uh, gdp numbers that we get uh, going ahead so we prefer to look at the other sort of high frequencies which are more uh, volume based rather than looking at the pmi which i you know tends to be more of a sentiment uh, indicator okay now coming to gst number it is in the range of 150 to 160 lakh crore and now almost 150 has become 1.50 has become a new normal kind of thing for gst how do you read this number you know this is broadly in line with the what we were expecting that uh, the gst growth would start tapering off uh, because of the base effect normalizing but the absolute numbers would remain healthy and uh, you know our earlier estimate was that uh, gst would be around 1.6 to 1.62 trillion in uh, the month of uh, uh, august and that's very similar to the number that you're mentioning right now so i would say that uh, gst collections are largely looking like they're going to be on track uh, and that is going to be quite supportive for uh, the fisc okay now coming to the last part of our discussion that is the inflation which is at this moment seems to be the biggest worry not just for the manufacturing sector but also for the overall economy how do you see that lots of moving parts as far as the inflation number is concerned we hopefully seen the worst of the tomato price uh, panic but other vegetables pulses you know other items now seem to be becoming a little bit more of concern and again going back to the monsoon it's been really uneven monsoon and now even if we end up with the rainfall in september being at the top end of the range that the imd had uh, given us on the 31st even that would mean that the full monsoon season is going to get characterized as below normal so this really hasn't been a very good monsoon also and, we don't like to see very heavy rainfall in the month of september because it can have an impact on the standing crop delayed withdrawal of the monsoon can also then start affecting the harvest but we do need the rainfall to still be good enough to uh, support the reservoir and the groundwater levels so it's a bit of a catch 22 situation and what is your assessment for the august inflation number which will be out on 12th of this month so we expect a modest fall back in the august inflation print and then we expect a material reduction in the september uh, inflation print so september is when uh, you know we think things are going to look a lot more comfortable and uh, by the time the mpc meets next the technical four month monsoon season will be over the sowing numbers will be before us also crop wise even though we do think that the overall sowing may be at par with last years but clearly it's going to be very difficult for pulses to pick up pace uh, in the last month and uh, come close to last year's sowing area so i think the mpc will have a better understanding of the crop wise inflation pressures when they meet next and uh, august number can we say something around 6.8 7.2 or 7% or more than 7.4% we are still fine tuning our uh, august number uh, since yesterday you know we were uh, very caught up uh, with the uh, gdp numbers which came in i would say that uh, you know we've seen a lot of uh, moderation in tomato prices specifically in the second half of uh, august 
as of now i would say that we are going to be let me put it this way uh, 7% plus minus 0.2% is probably where we're going to end up but yes we have to still fine tune this number okay now my final question to you since uh, everybody is talking about the gdp uh, number for the whole year government is very bullish but there are some sort of apprehensions among economists like you are you going to revise the number what you said earlier or do you stick to the same gdp statement so my earlier gdp forecast was already quite uh, you know i thought realistic at about 6% and as of now we are not revising it either uh, up or down uh, even though the q1 print has come in a little bit lower than what we were pencilling in for now we are going to stick with our uh, 6% gdp forecast for the full year adit thank you very much for joining this thank you shishir